Yes, indeed. What's going on, y'all? It's your main man, Big Wayne, with another episode of Calling How I See It. Come on in. The water's just fine. Well, y'all, y'all recall Monday, me and my boy Garrett was going back and forth about the whole Deshaun Watson sweepstakes. Well, we know, unless you're living under a rock and you've been in Mayberry, you know, the past all day, Deshaun Watson decided to go to the Browns after he said he wasn't going to go to the Browns. So we spent a good bit of Thursday and a half a Friday thinking, or today I should say, Friday, thinking that Deshaun Watson was either going to be going to A, the Saints, or B, the Falcons. Because he ruled out Carolina in there too because Carolina didn't want to pay him $64 million. But all for that, just to turn around and say he going to the Cleveland Browns. Now, what does that mean, Wayne? How far are the Browns going, Wayne? They got their quarterback, Wayne. Are they Super Bowl bound, Wayne? You said aggressive wins in sports. We saw, we've seen in the past two seasons, whenever somebody goes for a big-name quarterback, they win the Super Bowl, so are the Browns next on deck? No. Listen, it's a cool move, but like I've said it, I've said it a, a thousand times, there's a difference between being a good team and an interesting team. I think the Browns are going to be more interesting than good. And to be honest with you, I'm not totally convinced they get past the wild card round. Do I think they win the division? Yeah. I can see them beating this, being better than the Steelers. I can. I think I see them being better than the Ravens. If they healthy and they got all their ducks in a row, because, you know, you know, everybody besides the water boy was hurt last year. And we just saw Joe Burrow and the Bengals go to the Super Bowl last year, and they got a line now, so... We can't just sneeze at them, but do I think the Browns can win that division? I think so. But make no mistake about it. At best, at best, I see this team winning a wild card round, and that's it. And that even depends on the matchup. I'm not just going to crown them for that. I'm not crowning them to go to the to go go to the Super Bowl. I'm not crowning them to be in the AFC Championship. I'll give them the AFC North. I'll give them that, but that's all I can give them in good conscience. Because, like we've said it, the AFC is juiced. And I'll be real with you. I believe the whole AFC West is <coughs> excuse me, more stacked than, than the Cleveland Browns. I, I really believe it. I would take every team... In the AFC West. Because let, let's just go down through it. You got, you know, you got the team with the, um, you got the Chiefs with Juju Smith-Schuster, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill. You got that. Then you got the Raiders who just got Devontae Adams, a huge pickup. And they got Derek Carr. And they got Chandler Jones, somebody that can get after that quarterback. Then you got the, Bron the Broncos, who I actually got going to the Super Bowl. You know, they got Russell Wilson. They got Bradley Chubb still, and they picked up Randy Gregory. And you know they had, um, I can't even think of my man's name right now, the, the, the cornerback who I, I really wanted, the uh, Patrick Satan, him. Yeah. So they got 
They got they got something really good going on. They got something really good going on there. And then the Chargers, who a lot of people are high on. They got Justin Herbert, Bosa, and the Mac Daddy, Khalil Mack. You know, so I'm looking at all these teams that got somebody that can get after a quarterback. And I know the Browns got a good defense too. But I don't think the Browns are better than, like I said, nobody in the AFC West. That's just how I see it. And then it's been a year since we seen Deshaun Watson. Now, last time we saw him, I mean, he was top five quarterback. He was top five. You know, he had a good year. But it's been a whole year, and a lot's happened. A lot can happen in a year. Hell, a lot can happen in six months. You see what I'm saying? So I'm not just going to crown him on that. And also, the money they giving him, $230 million, all guaranteed. I'm happy he got his money, so, you know, he ain't got to worry about that no more. But, shoot. We looking at somebody that's that's getting paid. I'm talking about them them big head hunters. So I mean, he getting what forty six million a year. And you know, usually when you pay your quarterback top five money, it's I mean, usually your quarterback don't win the Super Bowl. I'm trying to think of a quarterback that's won the Super Bowl while they was getting top five money. I don't think it's happened. Because it just limits, because, you know, football is the ultimate team game. So just because you got a good quarterback, hell, it seems like just damn near over half the league got a good quarterback. You look everywhere besides Carolina and uh, the Titans, <laughs> everybody got a good quarterback. You know, I ain't really a Kirk Cousins guy either, but ne- nevertheless, you know what I mean? Over half the league's got a good quarterback, So, but you need more to that. It's the ultimate team game. You need a defense. You need your special teams to do right. You know, you need wide receivers. You need a good little running game, somebody that can move the chains for you. You need all kinds of stuff, but the quarterback's the most important. But when you put all your ducks on the quarterback, it makes it hard to move around to other things. It's going to be hard to get some other pieces. Now, I know they got Amari Cooper. That's cool. And they do got Kareem Hunt and Chubb Rock, and I do like them as the best running tandem, but you're not just running your way to a Super Bowl. We've seen teams with a good running game in the past. You know, Ezekiel Elliott with the Cowboys, they was a good running team. They was running the air out the football. Look what the Cowboys did. But, oh, wait, that's just the Cowboys. Cowboys don't ever do nothing. Okay, well, fine. What about the Ravens? The Ravens, hell, they ran the ball better than the, than the Cowboys, if you think about it, between Lamar Jackson and they had uh, Mark Ingram that one year because they had him, and then they got J.K. Dobbins. They, I was like, that's the only thing that hurt them. They was hurt. They had some horses out there running the football. Where did they go? Derrick Henry. A lot of y'all thought they was going to the Super Bowl last year. <laughs> Tried to tell y'all, but no, y'all listen to Diesel. But so all these are good running teams. Hell, the Browns, they had Kareem Hunt and uh, – Shoot, Chubb Rock last year. How'd they get him? So just because you got a strong run game don't mean you going to the Super Bowl. This ain't 1998. The days of Terrell Davis and Jim Brown are over with. And I love a good running game. I love a good power running game. I do. But that's not going to cut the mustard these days. It's not going to work. So you got to have something at quarterback. And they do got something at quarterback, but you need to give your quarterback something to work with. And let's be honest, if Amari Cooper was really shucking and ducking, doo-wopping and show-stopping like that, would the Cowboys have really let him go? 
Would he? Would he have even been available? I know Amari Cooper's cool, and he's a good receiver. I'd say he top 10 if I was just off the top of my head. I believe he's somewhere at the bottom 10, 11, somewhere like that. But if he was really changing life, would he have been available? There's a reason you're available like that. The thing about the Raiders didn't want to do nothing with him. The Cowboys couldn't do nothing with him. And so now you're on the Browns. So that's just how I'm looking at it. And I, I, I just, I, I don't know, man. And it's cool. I'm glad he got the money. But I think he went there for the money. And I'll be honest with you. Had this, and I, it may come off like I'm hating because I did want Deshaun Watson. But I don't know if I wanted him for $230 million, you're going to put the team in a hole for the next couple of years. I don't know if I wanted him like that. You see what I'm saying? Because I'm not sure even if we had Deshaun Watson, that would have guaranteed us. Because it's not, let's be honest, it's not like Carolina's just a quarterback away. If we were just a quarterback away, you know, this is a different conversation. But a lot like the Rams, they were a quarterback away. They had a defense, they had weapons. They just needed something better than Jared Goff. And they got Matthew Stafford. Tampa Bay, they had weapons. And they had a really good defense. You know, they had 30 touchdowns with Jameis Winston. So if we could do 30 touchdowns with Jameis Winston, what could we do with Tom Brady? They went and got a Super Bowl. You know what I mean? What The Carolina Panthers wasn't just a quarterback away. And I know that. I know that. And just like the Browns, they're, they're not a quarterback away. And in the AFC, with all these Bulldogs out there, Good luck. Oh, oh, oh. And let's not lose sight of this. For all this stuff about Deshaun Watson, he's only won one playoff game with the Texans. And let's not act like the Texans have been bad the whole time. There was a time they were at least decent to semi-decent or, you know, competitive. Because they had DeAndre Hopkins when some people thought DeAndre Hopkins was the best receiver in football. And they had J.J. Watt when he was winning defensive player of the year all the time. So for all that, they only won one playoff game, the same as Baker Mayfield. So speaking of Baker Mayfield, where's this leave old shake and bake? Look, I know it's, it's easy to kick Baker Mayfield when he's down, but he did have a good run when he was healthy or a decent run. And I know I got on this podcast talking about, oh, the Browns don't trust them because I was watching that, that famous game when they was playing the Chargers and they was third and no, they was third and what? 25? And they chose to run it. That told me all I needed to know about how the Browns felt about Baker Mayfield. I know that. But at the same time, we've seen them what, play 11 straight games and, and lead the Browns to a playoff win against the Steelers a couple of years ago. We saw that. So we've seen them be good and we've seen them be bad. But last year he was playing hurt. I think Baker is one of them guys, he does more with less, if that makes any sense. Because it was when Odell got hurt, it's when he really started doing his best work. And then when Odell left and went to the Rams this year, well, his shoulder was already jacked up. He had that uh, labrum thing going on. So I think he's better when he don't have superstar receivers like that because when you got when you're a quarterback and you got like these top flight receivers like a, a Julio or DeAndre Hopkins or Devontae Adams you know Cooper Cup somebody like that just by muscle memory you're just gonna kind of just look at them more than you are most because every quarterback gonna have their favorite target but if you don't have like 
like said, a super duper star, somebody you just going to lock in on, then you're more you're more inclined to just look all around, spread the sugar. You see what I'm saying? So I think Baker can do that. So I think Baker really just needs a fresh start. And obviously, he's going to get a fresh start. And I'll be honest with you. It's some love for, for Baker to be had out there. It's some love for Baker out there. Baker can be a starting quarterback in the NFL. Damn it. If Sam Darnold can be a starter, then so can Baker. If Daniel Jones can be a starter, so can Baker. If Kirk Cousins can be a starter, guess what? So can Baker. Because I'll be honest with you, Baker's better than both of them. So I think it would be some teams that's lining up that'll kick the tires on Baker Mayfield because I think Carolina ought to try to make a phone call to Giants, especially the Giants. They ought to make a move for him because the AFC, the NFC East, they can be had. They they can be had. That ain't no just the Cowboys winning that division by default. There ain't no, no strength in that division. So if you get take a chance on a Baker Mayfield – Hell, why not kick the tires? The Titans? You seen what Ryan Tannehill did you? Dare I say Baker's better than Tannehill? I think so. Why not kick the tires? Because I'm not, I mean, the Titans, dare I say, they may be one of them teams that could be a quarterback away. Or damn near close to it. So it's teams out there to be had that they can do it. Well, the Lions, they just got Jared Goff, so the Lions hate. So I think teams like the Giants and the Carolinas of the world, hell, I guess the Atlanta Falcons, but let's look at this. All these teams that was in the the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes, that's telling you that, hey, we don't trust our quarterback. So that's Carolina, the Falcons, Atlanta, the Browns, obviously they got their quarterback. The Colts. I hear Deshaun, wants, I mean, Baker's interested in the Colts. There's some teams lining up to go for Baker Mayfield. Now, I'm not saying Baker is can get you, is going, you know. I'm not saying Baker's top five quarterback. I know that. But he's not as bad as people make it out to be. Baker can be a solid quarterback. He's not perfect. But there are no perfect players. And who knows? Sometimes a fresh start's all you need. Hell, you ever been on a job that you you really wasn't too good at, but you knew you could be better, then you go to another job and it's everything you needed? The same thing can happen here. Maybe Cleveland just wasn't a good fit for him. So who's to say you wouldn't fit in another system with another scheme because you know all these you know, coordinators and coaches got different philosophies and everything. So it could be a whole new world out there. And I, I think Baker would do good with a change of scenery. So if I'm a team that don't got a quarterback, got a quarterback I don't believe in, go get Baker. He got your playoff. He got, he's got a playoff win on his resume, and not every quarterback can say that. It's okay. He don't got to be Russell Wilson or Patrick Mahomes or Tom Brady or Matthew Stafford. It's all right. It is all right. Now, somebody I'm not quite sure that's all right. The Brooklyn Nets. Y'all, are the Nets all right? Like, really? I know some of y'all got the Nets winning it all. But are the Brooklyn Nets really all right? 
Because I'm looking like the last 10 games, they 5-5. Five and five. And I know KD was hurt some of that. But I've, I've said this before. When is the last time we've seen KD be healthy all season? Ever since that year the Raptors won, they, he's been hurt every season with something. He was hurt again this year. Kyrie, you know, he ain't going to be playing the home games. And that's including the playoffs. You're going to need them. Ain't no bad teams in the playoffs. So, yeah, you can beat up on teams like the Knicks and, you know, the Kings and the Magic and all stuff like that. Yeah, that's cool. But what about these teams like the Heat? You did beat Philly once, but can you beat them in a series? I, I don't know. I still got Philly winning it all. And the Bucks and the Buck to me to in the East, I feel like the Bucks and the the Sixers are the best team in the East. And the Bucks, they I, and maybe I just don't see it, but I feel like the Bucks really ain't getting as enough love as they should be. I, I really don't because the Bucks, number one, they won the championship last year. They're eight and two in their last two games. They're averaging 110 points a game. They got Giannis putting up, you know, really MVP type numbers. Like you, like I don't think Giannis will win MVP this year, but he's put he's putting up those MVP type quality type of numbers, and like he having the same kind of stretch that LeBron had, like when he won them three. MVPs in four years or four MVPs in five years. He having that same kind of stretch. I'm not saying Giannis is LeBron or he's Giannis is going to be like number five, three all time or nothing like that. But what I am saying is he is doing a lot of things to make the Bucks better. He is giving you production that that's kind of getting you getting kind of numb to it. Giannis is doing great things. And while everybody's talking about KD and Steph hitting all these threes and Kyrie being the most skilled player of all time, which really don't mean nothing because Kyrie can't be the best player on your team and he's only playing half the games, all Giannis is, is getting out there doing is shaking, baking, doo-wopping, and show-stopping. That's all he's doing. That's all he's doing. The brother's second in scoring, fifth in rebounding, and he's second in player fences raising. Player efficiency rating, excuse me. And y'all love y'all some PER, all them stat people, so y'all ought to love Giannis. So how come y'all don't talk about Giannis like y'all do the KDs or the LeBrons? Because I love LeBron too, but LeBron and the Lakers are doing bad right now. LeBron not so much, but the Lakers are being bad. We gonna see Giannis and the Bucks playing a lot longer than we are LeBron and the Lakers right now. And I've been saying, I was saying it before the year started, so I'm not a prisoner moment. I've been saying all year, Giannis is the best player in the league. It's not KD. It's not LeBron. Damn sure ain't Steph. I love me some Embiid, but it's not him either. It sure the hell ain't Jokic. It's Giannis out of the Kumpo. The brother can play all five positions, defend all five positions, and be productive in all five positions. Oh, and by the way, he got his team winning. So, you can't sleep on the Bucks, And you can't sleep on Philly because I think James Harden and Embiid are going to be a problem in the playoffs. But for all the greatness that Giannis and the Bucks have, 
And for as potent as Philly can be, what in the hell does Brooklyn have to combat that in a seven-game series? What do they have? You got part-time Kyrie. You're probably not going to have Ben Simmons. They, all of a sudden, he got a back injury. I don't know how in the hell he hurt his back. I don't know what happened to him. But they talking about he might not even play this year. KD, yeah, he cool. But when have we seen KD lead a team to a championship by himself? Oh, we have it. Not without the Warriors. So I, I worry about this Brooklyn thing. I, I worry about it. And I, I didn't pick them to, to win it anyway. But it's just something I'm looking at. Are y'all really sure Brooklyn is who y'all say they are? And I need y'all to have the same energy because when Brooklyn went to bed, because it seemed like y'all always got a pass. Y'all always got a pass for KD. Because first of all, he was hurt. And then last year, y'all, oh, when well, foot was on the line, they had won. Well, guess what? They had a whole overtime to do something, and they still lost. Now, I know if Bron Bron had got the overtime, if he even let it go to overtime, if you had put LeBron on that, well, we seen what LeBron did with Kyrie. Well, all they did was win a championship and come back down 3-1. So we saw that. And we see KD with Kyrie, and they didn't had to reshift the whole damn team two different times. So you tell me who's the better guy to build around. Because at first, when KD and Kyrie got there, oh, first, oh, they, they finna win the league. They finna win the championship. They finna win the championship. And then all of a sudden they need some more people. Then they get James Harden. Oh, well, James Harden, you know, he pulled his hamstring. He ain't quite right. He ain't there. And Kyrie, you know, being Kyrie, being hurt like always. Okay, well, fine. They didn't play a lot together. So they blow that whole thing up. Now they got Kyrie still, and they trade in James Harden for Steph Curry and uh, Ben Simmons, and then they picked up Andre Drummond, which I like a lot. And here they are still in the eighth seed in the play-in tournament. But KD been hurt. But Oh, KD been hurt all these years. So I'm trying to figure out why people put all this stock into the Brooklyn Nets. I, and I know teams adapt, and I know you adapt in game plan. You do film and all this stuff, but I just, I just don't really see it with Brooklyn. And I never really have with Brooklyn. No matter what they do, they always have me saying, yeah, that's cool. But, like, now we playing 2K or something? Oh, yeah. They, they can run it up in some NBA 2K. But when you hit that hardwood, they fun to watch. But to me, that's, that's really all it is. Just fun to watch. I don't know. Like I said, I might be right about that. I may be wrong. I don't know. I feel like I'm right. I just, you know, I call it how I see it. But, oh, I ain't finna go yet. I ain't gone yet. And that's something I wanted to bring up real quick. <laughs> it's March Madness. I ain't gonna touch too much on March Madness. I ain't gonna touch too much on it, but I, I just want to say, y'all happen to see what happened to them Wildcats? When are how long is are the Wildcats gonna deal with Coach Cal? How long? I know I, I don't know if I was doing a podcast on this, but it's I know I've done it on some YouTube videos, and I believe I've done it on my IG stuff too, Instagram. But is Coach Cal really a, a good coach 
I would say not. And I'll just run it back for the new people in the classroom. Coach Cal is the coach of Kentucky, the Kentucky Wildcats. Now, if you listen to people talk, you would think, oh, they just they championship favorites every year. But really, they ain't been to the Final Four in a while. They ain't won a championship in a while. They won the one year with Anthony Davis. I forget the year because I'm doing it off the top of my head. I believe it was 2011. 2011? Yeah. But outside of that, a whole lot of nothing. And let's look at all the talent he had. And Lord, I can't name all the talent. Between you had you had an Anthony Davis, a John Wall, a Boogie Cousins, Eric Bledsoe, uh, gosh. Well, you won with Anthony Davis, so I'll give you that. You won with that. You had Devin Booker, Carl Anthony Towns. That undefeated year. That that year they went undefeated. They had them Harrison twins, or y'all tried to convince me that they was finna shake and bake and do wop and show stop, but they wasn't. You'd had all this talent and you only got one championship. Do you know what Coach K would have did if he had got all them them recruits that the Wildcats would have? Hell, do you know what Roy Williams would have did with all that talent? Hell, do you know what Jim Beheim could have did? So I always felt like, <laughs> you know, Coach Cal is more like a used car salesman more so than he is a coach. I think he can get the people in the room, but once he know it, once he gets them, eh, he might not know what to do with it. That's just always how I felt about about him. And I, I may be right. I, I might be right. I may be wrong. I don't know. Y'all know how I do. I just call it how I see it. I'm out. Y'all be cool.